The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to With Wit. Thank you all so, so, so much for all your support this year. This is the last episode of 2023. I cannot believe I've completed another year of this. Oh, my God. Since 2017. Oh, my God. I am actually really proud of myself. And I would not have made this podcast without your listens and your support and love. So, again, thank you so, so much. To wrap up this year, I'm going to share a few of my favorite moments from some solo episodes I recorded this year. Let's kick it off with my episode, Vogue's 73 Questions with me. I obviously would love to be on Vogue 73 Questions, but since I have not been asked, I decided to just ask myself the questions because I just think that they're fun and they're rapid fire and they get you thinking and just a little bit more of a lens into who I am beyond just the everyday stuff that I talk about. So I'm home, I'm by myself. I'm recording. I'm trying to relax and take some breaths. Actually, let's all take some breaths together. I don't know if you can feel the jitteriness in my voice, but I don't know. Sometimes when like I hit record, this burst of adrenaline hits and I just feel like I can't catch my breath and I start talking fast and over talking. So time for deep breaths. Okay. Ready? Last one in. Okay. I feel better. So 73 questions pulled from online. Did not look at them in advance. So did not prepare. Everything is top of my head, top of the dome piece. So let's get into it. Number one. On a scale of one to 10, how excited are you about life right now? I would say I'm an eight and a half. Like I want to be at a 10. My inclination is to say 10, but I feel like I have to be realistic. And there are still certain things in my life right now that don't feel fully like complete or exactly where I want them to be. So I'm not at like my full happiness, but I do feel hopeful. So I give myself like a B, B plus on a scale of excitement about life. Two, describe yourself in a hashtag. Hashtag easy breezy artichisey. <laughs> First thing that came to mind, like has to rhyme. I feel like I'm easy breezy. I try to be like as much uh, like anxiety and mental health stuff. I feel like I talk about on here. That's really not what my life looks like all the time. I just always want to focus on that. But yeah, easy breezy artichisey. Hashtag what up? Number three, if you could do a love scene with anyone, who would it be? Oh my God, you guys. If I could do a love scene with anyone, who would it be? 
Wow. 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 I mean, the people that are coming to mind are number one, Jason Bateman, who just is so embarrassing. I mean, really like my husband first and foremost, because I would feel the most comfortable with him and it could be cool to have that, but just like Jason Bateman. And then just like the dude from the bear just came to mind. Cause I was driving home from recording another podcast and he was running around the Hills with his shirt off, like dripping sweat. And I was like, who's that dude? As I saw him from afar and I'm like, oh shit, it's that actor from The Bear. I feel like he's been paparazzied all over the valley running around the hills. I don't even want to give him more airtime and this is making me uncomfortable and blush. So let's move on. Number four, if your life was a musical, what would the marquee say? The first thing that came to mind was exploring underwater. Like I see my musical being like an underwater exploration of a journey through life. Like not like Little Mermaid, but definitely have like a magical, fantastical situation to it. All right. Number five, what's one thing people don't know about me? I applied to college for a dance scholarship and didn't get in to any of the colleges that I applied for the dance scholarship to, but I love to dance. And I've even recently thought about like auditioning for Dancing on the Stars, if that's what you even do. But yeah, I took dance pretty seriously and I don't think I should have looking back on it, but say lovey. Number six, what's your wake up ritual? I don't really have a ritual. It's basically just waking up before Sonny wakes up like instinctually or hearing his footsteps and waking up and like coming into the couch and cuddling with him and ordering my coffee slash going to get my coffee and just chilling until we have to get him ready for school. Number seven, what's your go-to bed ritual? So I'll do a long steam shower, do my whole routine of like exfoliating, maybe a mask and then a body cream, PJs, maybe like some eye gels. And then I'll just watch a little something and nod off. And sometimes if we don't want to watch TV to fall asleep will listen to a calm sleep story, but I keep my phone away from me. I charge it in the kitchen and I really just have like a pretty chill, like shower, couch slash bed situation. Number eight, what's your favorite time of day? I would say my favorite time of day is like 8 p.m. Even though I love Sunny so much. 8 p.m. is just such a great time when everything feels like complete and I I can actually really unwind and nothing is needed of me and I don't have to feel guilty that I'm not doing something. So 8 p.m. is a great time for me. What is one thing no one knows about you? Another one of these. Another thing no one knows about me is that I still do bikini waxes. (laughs) Is that something? I feel like I've been telling people lately, oh, I'm going to get waxed or whatever. And they're like, you still do that? It's 2023. So should I not be getting waxed anymore? Okay. Number 10, dream country to visit. Greece. Easy. Number 11, what's the biggest surprise you've had? I think the biggest surprise I've had so far is just the infertility situation. And as cliche as it sounds, what you just cannot expect and what you are not prepared for. And it's just a surprise that it becomes like such a huge part of your life in every way. Number 12, heels or flats slash sneakers. Definitely flats slash sneakers all the way, all the time, comfort, every day, every time, everywhere. Okay. 
Vintage or new? I say vintage. I'm in a very big vintage phase right now. I think that reusable, earth-friendly, recyclable fashion is the way to go. And I think that vintage stuff more often than not doesn't go out of style. Whereas sometimes when you get the bag of the season or the shoe of the season, that tends to go out of style. So I think that vintage, it's like a two-for-one feel-good situation. Number 14, who do you want to write your obituary? I want Timmy to write it. I mean, like I, I kind of do want to die before him because I don't want to have to go through the grief of seeing him or witnessing or feeling him die. But I feel like if he is still alive, he knows me the best and I would want him to write it. And so maybe I'll have him write it before he passes. We'll get right on that, Rose. Okay. All right. Style icon. Always Princess Diana, always has been, always will be classic, chic, sporty, spicy. Love her. (laughs) All right. 16. What are three things you can't live without? I'm not going to say like Timmy and Sunny because I feel like that's a little bit cliche and whatever. So I'm going to say there's there's nothing I can't live without. What's one ingredient you put in everything? Lately, I have been loving honey and then also tahini. So two things, one on the sweet spectrum, one on the salty spectrum, but honey I've been loving in my yogurt, been loving in my smoothies, been loving in my coffee, and then tahini like on a margarita, over a fruit salad, like on top of some guacamole with chips. Just love those two things. 18. What three people living or dead would you like to make dinner for? So I would say my dad, my mom, and my grandfather, Alport. Okay. All right. Number 19. What's your biggest fear in life? There's a few. There's a big fear, which is like a plane crash, which is just very unlikely, but out of my control. And there's then there's another fear that I won't be able to provide for my family. So like a financial insecurity. But I think that I tell myself that Timmy and I have taken the necessary steps to like always make sure that we're comfortable and whatnot and not to stress about finance. Cause I feel like what you put out there is what you get in return. So to just put out there this like cloud of abundance, but definitely something that I think about and fear 20 window or aisle seat, always aisle. I just like, like to have the access to get up, to go to the bathroom when I need and the extra leg room to put up my legs in the aisle, even though Flight attendants do not appreciate my long legs in the aisle, but it is what it is. Okay. What's your current TV obsession? I right now am watching the supermodel special on Apple TV. It's been fun to watch. It's only four episodes, but other than that, I'm like very much a Real Housewives franchise fan and I'm waiting to watch New York with Timmy. I think we have two episodes maybe to watch. I'm so excited for maybe some chill time tonight to be able to do that. Okay. Favorite app. Good question. I would say like creative favorite app right now is probably Tezza. Like I'm having the most fun being able to edit my photos on that and be creative on there. I really want to discover an app where I can make mood boards. If anybody has suggestions, let me know. But I'm finding in my styling career, my new styling work that I'm making a lot of mood boards and shopping lists. And it would be great to have an easy 
app that I could just like plug links and pictures in easily. So if anybody knows of anything, let me know. Number 23, secret talent. I feel like I can sing a little bit. I can act. I'm a little bit of a musical theater girl. Is that secret? Number 24, most adventurous thing you've done in your life. I think that the most adventurous thing was going like a prop plane. How would you define yourself in three words? Silly, easy, warm. 26, favorite piece of clothing you own? Uh, My Burberry jacket that I've had forever. It's a Burberry Moto jacket. Black with silver hardware. So happy I got silver hardware, got it in London, got it on sale and just like we'll have it forever. Must have clothing item everyone should have. I would say a great fitting black blazer. I know it sounds super basic, but I think it is one of those things that can be worn, whether you're wearing leggings and a sports bra or a black dress or jeans and a white shirt or over a sweater and trousers or over your shoulders with a sexy dress, like just a very versatile piece. That's a good layering piece for fall. Norma Kamali I saw on ShopBot makes a really great like kind of oversized structured one that's this faux leather. I think it's 200 something. Saw it on ShopBot, like I said. Thought it was like a great, fun, interesting, different, but classic take on a black structured jacket. 28, superpower you would want to fly. I've always wanted to know what it feels like to fly. So as you know, my overarching goal is to really just like simplify my life and simplify my calendar. And so far, it's been going pretty well. I'm pretty thankful. I have my podcast to keep me accountable, but I feel like I am starting to gain a little space and time into my life and into my brain. And One of the things that I've started doing, which has made me feel so much better, and I've been consistent about it, has been taking a probiotic every day. A lot of people have been talking about probiotics. I know it's like a buzzy thing. We're hearing all this heal our guts talk, but the truth is that most of us should be taking care of our guts, but don't really know exactly how. So Belly Welly Bars make it simple and delicious. Belly Welly created the most delicious probiotic pack bars that have become a new hit in the house. So these bars, Belly Wellies, they're made with no processed grains, no dairy or other gut aggravators. And aside from being free from common triggers, you get all the good stuff like protein, probiotics, and micronutrients. I love the crunchy peanut butter. It's a classic for me. Crunchy peanut butter, a little chocolate. Sonny loves that. He also loves the fudgy brownie flavor. Our digestive system really, really does impact our whole body. It impacts more than just that. It impacts our skin, our energy, our sleep, and our overall mood. I like thinking of food as fuel, and it feels so good to be able to grab an easy, yummy snack on the go and at the same time be able to really fuel myself. Probiotic pack snacks with all the gut benefits. So delicious and perfect for all the holiday season bloat. Go to bellywelly.com and use code bellywelly20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Do you want to start a company but have no idea where to begin? Or do you have dreams of becoming an influencer? Well, the Life with Mariana podcast is here to help. I'm Mariana Hewitt, a Los Angeles-based influencer and co-founder of the Clean Skincare line, Summer Fridays. 
Each Tuesday, I'm talking to my friends from business owners, wellness experts, and more to share all of their best advice for you to live your best life. Make sure to tune in and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what's coming up each week so you don't miss an episode. Okay, so maybe one day when Vogue actually asked me to answer these questions, I'll be well versed. But next is a clip from It's Me, Hi, Taking Care of Myself by Understanding Depression and Manifesting. I am doing good today. I'm doing really good today. I feel like I've been sleeping really well, which is like the root of all my shit, honestly. Like I notice when I don't get seven to eight hours of sleep, really eight, honestly, I just feel cranky. I feel moody. I feel lack of motivation. I feel low energy. And I just cannot get out of my own head. I cannot get out of the tiredness almost. So sleep has made me feel just like myself. And after all this crazy travel, which is not ending for me, I'm heading to fashion week in like a week, but I have a week at home. So I'm trying not to focus on that too much right now. But um, I feel rested. And so I feel like I'm able to confront everything with a more stable mindset Yesterday, I had my first nutritionist appointment. So basically, we've been talking so much about my eating stuff on here. And I don't want to like harp on it too much because I feel like the more that I talk about it, then the more that it's on top of people's brains and then the more they talk about it and it just becomes this conversation that gets taken away from the truth. But especially now with the solo, with me having this platform to just chit chat, not have anybody else's opinion. I went to a nutritionist slash psychiatrist yesterday that my best friend Andrea recommended me to. My best friend Andrea was concerned about me, but she didn't say anything until I said something on my social media. Like I posted that I was aware of all the comments and then she texted me and was like, when you get home, let's chat. I've been worried about you. So at first I was like, like more people worried about me. There's nothing to worry about. Please. Like I just haven't been taking the best care of myself, but I'm really fine. Like I know I'm fine, but she, you know, wanted to chit chat as any best friend should. And she gave me a recommendation of a doctor. And I thought, like I should just go talk to someone because I need to make sure that my intuition about myself is on par and that I can trust myself. So I went yesterday and it was really, really great. Like besides some maybe personal things that may not fit relationship wise with the therapist, you know, like it is like dating. You're starting, like you're hiring this person that you're about to reveal your whole life to and you want to make sure that you like get the right vibe. And I'm not a hundred percent sure about that yet. However, she did help me make some sense of a lot of things. What she said was, she's like, there's so much to unpack, so much to unpack. There's being on TV at a young age, your dad passing, your aunt committing suicide. Like, dealing with, you know, mom's depression and sadness since dad passing, multiple miscarriages. Like there's a lot of environmental challenges that I think have made me feel the way that I feel, like just a little bit depressed, you know, just a little bit down. And it kind of runs in my family. And when I say kind of, I mean like 
people in my family weren't technically diagnosed, but I have heard and seen behaviors that exhibit some depression. So I feel like that is a little bit innately in me. And then I think add on the environmental issues on top of that. And I'm going to be like a little bit depressed. And then that is going to affect my overall physicality, my eating, my energy, my motivation. And what she called that was, and I wrote it down, neurovegetative depression. And now like, I don't want to put a label on myself and she didn't want to label me right away, but she said what it sounded like from my questionnaire and what I was telling her was this neurovegetative depression where it's just like lethargy because of these things. And that all really made sense to me. I feel that way. Like, I feel like on paper, everything is great. Like, I'm so happy. I really am. I have a beautiful marriage, a beautiful son, a beautiful house, like food on my table. I get to travel. I mostly love my job. I'm like, what, what is the issue? And I think that it's just all of these underlying things that have slowly chipped away at some self-confidence added to a little bit of what is in me. And I think that that's affecting my my weight and my food intake. And I feel empowered because I don't think I have an eating disorder. And she didn't think that I had an eating disorder. And that felt really validating. She was like, there may be some disordered eating due to you know some emotional stuff, but I do not think that you have an eating disorder. So that felt really validating. I felt like I could trust myself, like I could trust my gut, like I wasn't crazy because I was really scared that I was in denial about how I viewed myself or what was actually going on. And I pride myself on being like a very socially aware person. So it was hard for me because I was like, shit, am I not getting it? But I, I feel like I am. I really feel like I am. And I feel like I'm making the steps to take care of myself. And the hard part for me is going to be consistency because you've heard me talk about this a lot. Like I'm always trying to take care of myself and we always are. And we always want to self-start these things. But the hard part is to actually continue to do them when they start to even feel like chores, like therapy, like working out, like meditation. And I go in these little phases where I'm like really into it and I want to get it done. And then I just get burnt out. So I need to figure out a way to be consistent. And I, I, I think the good part for me is I express that to the therapist and I never have before. I've never really been upfront about, you know, me canceling, you know, a day before or day of because too much is going on or I feel like I can't do it or I don't have the motivation or I don't want to get into it. And like my procrastination, I was really upfront about that. And she said that that is all part of the issue. This like kind of neurovegetative depression is just not necessarily making things a priority when they are kind of being a little bit lackadaisical about things. So I'm seeing someone else today. Yesterday, she was great because she focuses on nutrition and psychiatry, which I think I I need. You know, I'm obviously not getting the nutrients I need. I am a little bit underweight. But today I'm going to someone that my actual psychiatrist recommended me to, and she's like five minutes away. So I'm excited to see her. And I also want to talk to someone that is going down more of the natural route. Cause yesterday she was like, you know, maybe it's about switching up your medication and getting on a medication that 
has a little bit of like dopamine in it, more of like an upper. And I'm like, but okay, maybe that's okay right now. And yes, my antidepressants have, I think, been working great because the place where I was at a year ago is so different than the place I was at now. But I don't think that I want to depend on medication forever. And I've talked about this before. I have zero judgment. Like I, I, if the doctor would tell me that I would be peaceful and happy for the rest of my life, if I just stayed on it, I would probably be fine. But there is a little of the naturalist part of me that wants to talk to someone who can maybe help me figure out a way to wean off the medication. If it is something like genetic in my blood and I need medication, then I, I want to stay on top of it. My aunt who committed suicide was a super high functioning FBI agent. She always struggled with mental health issues, but she, she committed suicide later in life. I, I was a late teenager and we think it's because she had mold in her apartment and the mold wasn't breaking down the medication in her body that she needed for her mental health. So like this stuff is serious. So I don't want to downplay that, but I just want everyone to know that I am taking control and I am seeing the situation for what it is. And I don't want people to worry about me, which I know is like, hard to tell people who love you, but I I really don't because I want everyone to know that I'm working on it and that I don't believe it to be as big of of an issue as it was made to be. All right. And now let's wrap up with a segment from the episode titled Checking In on the State of My Life Professionally and Personally and Some Rapid Fire. Simplification was one of my goals last week when I recorded with Wit and I am really trying to stick with that. And I'm waking up with that mindset. And even just like saying that word to myself helps. Like it reminds myself to focus on the things that are really, really important to me. And I think that what I've done is try to separate my life into different buckets and then look at each of those buckets and decide like what really makes me happy. So like work wise, I decided I am no longer of the mindset where I just want to try a bunch of different things and then like do all the things sort of average. Like I really want to just focus on a few things and do them all really well and think about them. So those things are my podcast, which I'm doing. Like y'all wanted to hear more of me and Timmy, more of my everyday life routine. Here you have it. You know, I want to do this really well and I want it to be meaningful. And I want to take the time to share with you what my life really looks like in this space. Because on Instagram, I don't always do that. It doesn't come as naturally to me, but the podcasts, definitely a big priority. The YouTube, like honestly, just enjoying it, just sitting down, being present, enjoying what we're doing and making it as funny as possible. Like that for me is very low lift and enjoyable and something that brings joy to all of you guys. So I want to focus more on that and even dive a little bit deeper into the merch. I think that like it's such a fun community building thing. And Timmy and I have so much fun thinking about all the jokes that I think that if I simplify other things in my life, that merch could be something that 
could be a creative outlet for me. So that's another thing. My Rent the Runway collection. I have a new collection coming out in October that I am so excited to show you all. We really fine-tuned this collection and it's chic and sophisticated and super wearable with amazing yummy sweaters and chunky knits and beautiful colors great, great faux leather pieces, distressed faux oversized leather jacket with a matching pair of cool leather trousers and the classic jacket suiting that you'd love, as well as some really great coats, one in like a beautiful sage green color with some faux fur on the inside and then a printed down coat that is so freaking adorable. I'm just really, really excited for that. And we're planning the shoot for that And I want to really focus on showing how I designed it, why I designed it, how I wear it, and make sure that that comes across in a clean way to you without it seeming like I'm just trying to sell you stuff all the time. So that's the other focus. And then my next one is Bucca's, which I've talked about a little bit on here, but it's my curated home accessories and jewelry collection. Throughout the past six months, I've been starting to collect all these amazing vintage goods from vases to antique jewelry, to candle holders, to pictures, to frames, to artwork, like all just fun things that I have found through my travels from small tastemakers or curators or artists or antique stores or thrift shops. And I'm launching that on my site on WhitneyPort.com and it's going to be called Bucca's because Bucca is what we called my grandmother and she was a major collector. Like my grandparents never flew anywhere. I probably have mentioned this story before, but they would always just travel around the country in their car. And one day they stumbled upon like the Ozarks in Missouri and they fell in love with it and then bought a place and lived there half the year. And that's why we go to Missouri every summer. But along all of her travels, she started collections for each of us. And Ashley had a Swarovski crystal collection. Paige had a mini vase collection. I want to say Jade, what was Jade's collection? I'm blanking on it right now, but I had a miniature glass shoe collection. And she was just a major collector. So I wanted to name the shop after her. It's going to be called Bucca's and the logo super cute and her cursive. And I'm excited. We're just going to do little drops like every few months as I gather things, little drops. And that's just going to be another way for me to dip my toe into interior design and styling and putting my own personal touch on something that doesn't feel like mass produced and a little bit more boutique-y. So that will be fun. Like that's the career stuff. And then the last thing is really just trying to like shoot organic content and like shoot what I'm actually doing. And I know you all say always like, don't force it, just show us what you want to. But I feel like there is so much that I am shooting and so much content that I am capturing that I sometimes don't know what to do with because I feel like I don't have that muscle worked out of like the editing and the posting and the like I, I cannot cut a reels, you know? So I... I want to just be more consistent with that. But those are the main five work things. I feel like everything else, like sunny stuff, I just want to be doing like pick up and drop off as much as I can. And that's everything else. I feel like I'm doing a killer job in terms of sunny. And then with Timmy, again, also just making sure that 
I am not like venting to him too much, but I think that like simplifying for me really came down to what I was doing work-wise because the rest of my life, like my personal life, it feels simple, even though now I'm in kindergarten meeting all these new people. Like I feel like it's about to widen up a little bit and maybe get a little bit more complicated in a good way. But my personal life feels like pretty like on tap, if that's the right saying, like it feels pretty locked down. It's just more, I felt like my work stuff was spinning out of control and I wanted to take a hold of it and like just do more stuff that made me feel good. And oh my God, the last thing that I forgot, which is like really the most fulfilling thing for me so far has been my styling stuff. So you've probably seen on my Instagram, I've been sharing to book with me for styling services and I've already had a few clients and it has been so soul filling. Please, please, please sign up. Like I know you have to pay. I know it's not free, but it is so great for both of us to be able to connect. My first client, I did personal shopping for a wedding. She had a Friday night rehearsal dinner and then a black tie in South Carolina. And I created like six looks per night for her outfit, accessories, all of it, put it all together with links per her budget loved it was so fun like wanted to get everything that i <laughs> picked out for her but i also once the clients wear everything you know i obviously don't want to like reveal what they're going to wear before they wear it but once they wear it and feel comfortable i'm going to share all this stuff that i pulled with them because i think that it will be really helpful for you too i also pulled together just like a basic mood board for a client that felt like they had some good basics in their wardrobe but just wanted some easy go-to ideas for looks so i created this great mood board that i've actually been able to share with two clients because it's just so great across the board for how to elevate your denim, your blazers, your black belts, your black dresses, your leather jackets, all your t-shirts, like how to elevate those things and put them together in a way where you can still feel polished because it doesn't really take much. And so many of us feel overwhelmed by getting dressed before we've even tried. And I think that a little goes a long way. And sometimes having someone just help push you a little bit out of your comfort zone will give you the confidence to take those risks to step up your style game. And I think it will make a difference in your all over attitude. So that has just been a thrill. I have another client next Monday I'm doing shopping for. She has a budget to just go shopping for some new basics. And I, you fill out a questionnaire. You tell me a little bit about yourself, your likes, your dislikes, what you want, your budget, like as specific as you want to get. And I take it from there. So I really want to grow that. I don't know what it could turn into, but I feel like just starting it really grassroots and doing it this way feels right. And hopefully it can build into something. It already is. Like I'm already able to style clients like real life humans. So that in and of itself is a win. So if you want to book with me, go to calendly.com slash Whitney Poor and we'll show you my schedule and I've opened slots and come, let's do it. I can shop in advance or we can just go through your closet. It's really fun and casual and just like let's sit in your closet like you're with the best friend having a glass of wine, like helping you step up your style game a little bit. You know, it doesn't have to be so complicated and difficult. 
Well, that's it. Thank you all so much for helping me grow this podcast. Thank you for joining me this year. Each download and listen means so much to me. I will see you in the new year and I hope everyone has a beautiful holiday. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.